Hello, you are listening to Disney Travel Tales, episode number 65. This is a space where you can escape the real world and immerse yourself in someone's recent Disney trip. However, today we are talking all about Universal Studios in Florida. I'm Jenny, and today I'm back with Beth for part two of her Florida vacation with her family. Go back and listen to episode 62 for Beth's Disney portion of her trip. Happy New Year! I hope everyone is having a great start to their 2023. I love New Year's and making plans for the years to come. One of the things I always start planning for our family is our travel for the year. If you're looking ahead and thinking about a Disney or Universal vacation, I would love to help you. Check the show notes for a link to my quote form and let's start planning. A misconception about Disney vacations is that they are too expensive. I will work together with you to create a magical trip that fits your budget and your wants. There are so many new and exciting things coming to Disney parks this year, it really is the perfect time to visit. Let me help make your travel dreams come true. Okay, so let's get going. Imagine yourself walking into Universal Studios for the first time, and let's go. So today we are back with Beth and she is going to share with us her universal portion of their vacation and they were there. They were actually at Universal on Thanksgiving, right? Yes. That's very exciting. Okay, so let's just roll into this portion of your trip. Um, How did y'all get from Disney to Universal? Um, Okay, so we used quick transportation, it was called, and... um, They were really good. They texted us the night before with the schedule, and we had um, scheduled them to come at 11, like the checkout time for Port Orleans, and he was there early, and he was just at the front, the main building there, waiting for us, and um, so we loaded up all our stuff, and... um, transferred over to the Royal Pacific Resort at Universal. And it was maybe like a 30-minute, like 20 to 30-minute ride. Nice. And the Royal Pacific is considered, if you compare it to a Disney-type resort, it's considered one of the deluxe resorts over there at Universal. Yes. Um, So... Yeah, our travel agent had encouraged us to do that over there to get the unlimited express passes included. And so I was really thankful that we decided to go that route. Um, It was just so convenient to be right there by the parks. And um, we weren't the closest resort. I think Hard Rock is a little bit closer, but we could take the boat or the walking path to the parks and it was they were both about 10 to 15 minutes depending on if there's a big line at the boat dock or um their security at the boat dock and at the walking path and so it kind of depended on that i tried both multiple times and they were both really convenient compared to the busing so, let's see, when we got to uh, Royal Pacific, it was really beautiful and really neat um, landscaping and um, 
have like regular style like elevators and indoor hallway room. Everyone also always comments on how good it smells. Oh yeah, I do remember it having a certain lobby smell. Mm -hmm. It was was like a huge lobby and it had a nice tree and like really modern decor. But we we like commented right away how it had such a different feel than Disney with just like the workers and and the patrons that were waiting to check in. It was just like yeah universal is very different from disney i don't know why um i think it attracts older kids and adults a lot maybe that's part of it and so the workers yeah. don't have that I don't know how to explain it. Like cheeriness right. they have maybe. I don't know. But yeah, it's definitely different. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they did not have our room ready. And this was, you know, 1130 in the morning. So we didn't really expect to go into our room, but we were hoping. Um, so we ended up having to leave all our stuff at Bell Services. We had so much luggage. <laughs> Thanksgiving Day. 
So we had all this, and we had our lanyards um, that I read everybody wears at Universal Studios. <laughs> we hadn't used them at Disney because we used our magic bands. Mm-hmm. But, um, so now we had to wear our lanyards with all of our cards. And so it was kind of, so you use the one card when you tap in, and they also do the fingerprint thing. And um, it was more of an issue where, like, you had to use the same finger every day or it would not work. And so they were like, which finger did you use? I never remember. So that was another thing. It was just like more hiccups getting into the park. But, um, so once we got in, we're just like, you know, looking at all the stuff and taking it in. And let's see. Um, 
books together sometime during COVID, I guess, like, maybe two years ago, we listened to the audiobooks, and that's when she really liked it. It's so amazing, though, walking back there. When we visited, my one of my sons and my husband, they're not huge Harry Potter fans. Like, they're familiar with it, but even they were just like, this is amazing. Yeah, it really transports it's so you. Cool. Yeah, it's really neat how they did it. And you feel like you're in an old, you know, crooked alley, kind of. And it was noticeably much busier inside there than it was in the park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we were just taking in all the shops and um, looking around. And our plan had been to eat at the Leaky Cauldron. And so we went over there and we found out you need to place a mobile order while you're in line. So, like, you get in the line, which was pretty long. It was outside the restaurant and, like, sneaked up um, the alleyway there. And um, there's a little kind of a secret, another secret entrance to Nocturne Alley there. So it, like, bent around there. And uh, that's where, like, the dark magic shops are. And so my daughter and I were checking that out while my husband waited in line. And he did the mobile order. I was having trouble getting my phone reception to work in Titan Alley. It was like we were underground. Mm-hmm. So um, we ordered on there, and um, my husband and I both ordered the fish and chips, I think. But uh, I ordered the kids' portion, and um, my daughter ordered mac and cheese once again. <laughs> And then we got a frozen butter beers try. And it probably took us 45 minutes before we got our food, even oh, though. Wow. And the mobile order. And yeah, they like we eventually made it in and like they seat you as they can in the line and everybody's already ordered when they get up to the front. So um I don't know, it was an interesting system. Mm-hmm. But um, it worked out okay. It probably took us like 90 minutes to do all that or two hours. Yeah. That's a really long time. Yeah, for like what's supposed to be a quick service. Right. That's not even like a table service style restaurant. Right. Was the food good? It was pretty good. It was, I mean, I liked it, but it was not, like, amazing mm-hmm. food, but I just thought, you know, fish and chips. <laughs> yeah, the atmosphere was cool. Yeah. yeah. It was, you know, it was okay. Yeah. yeah. They, um, they had kind of, like, long wooden tables, and, I mean, um, it looked a lot like in the movie, but, like, I think we had our own little table, but some of them were, like, a huge long table, and you would just sit, like, close to other people. Mm-hmm. And then we were really close to the uh, fireplace, which had a huge cauldron in it. <laughs> it was, like, the cauldron, I guess. That's cool. And then, um, yeah, they had little things, like, behind me, they had the serious black poster with him, like, yelling. Um, so that was cute. It was it was kind of fun to be in there in the 
got out of there, um, we went in a few of the shops, like the Weasley's, Wizard Weasley's shop, and we went in the candy shop, and um, it was kind of interesting. They had it, like, they had all the storefronts. Not all were actual shops that you could go in. Some of them were just for looks. And then the ones that we went in, they were, like, all connected by, like, staircase, so, like... You're in like the Quidditch supply shop, but you go up a ramp and it's the candy shop, like Honeydukes on the backside. So, and then it was also connected to the Weasley shop, so it was pretty interesting. But you could see like the huge Green Dots dragon, and people were standing there waiting for him to set fire so they could take a video. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the line for that was pretty long at this point and it was too intense for her, so we don't want to ride it so I just decided I was going to come back another day and try to do that and she was pretty tired and not really wanting to ride anything so we were kind of we kept watching to see if our room was ready on our phone and they actually sent an alert about that Okay, so Ron got an alert that our room was ready, and it was basically right at 4, so they did that, and that was the check-in time they'd given us, so there was no early room, but, um, so, we ended up taking the boat again, maybe we took the boat back, or walk, maybe we walked, um, we went back to the hotel and um, went, we went swimming, even though it was still another, um, like, in the 70s mm-hmm. weather, and there was no rain to stay. It was sunny. Um, so we checked out the pool, which my daughter loved. It was, like, really, like, they made it look kind of like an island oasis, <laughs> and there's, like, a big splash pad in it that's supposed to be like a boat and um, there is an island in the middle. She liked that. And then they have one area where there's sand by the beach chairs. Um, So she just thought it was a really cool pool. It was really big and kind of organically shaped. (laughs) She liked that. So we swam until about six and then we didn't have a dinner reservation for this day, but we decided, like, I kind of looked on the app and um, decided to try the Antojitos place at the city walk. Uh-huh. And so we had trouble finding a reservation at this late hour. <laughs> and when I made the reservations for Universal, they were really easy to get, like, all the days I picked, there were tons of options, but that was like three to four weeks ahead. Um, and I made some of them at the same time I made the Disney ones, like the 60-day. But then I kind of changed some of them. I was still able to get times up until at least three weeks out. But then, um, so we called in there was something weird about the reservation. Like, they <laughs> When Ron called, it went to, like, a general operator, like, for the whole area. It wow. wasn't, like, that restaurant. Is that what happened? Yeah, thanks. So, that's, that's what they do. Probably the pros know that. But, uh, 
It is really confusing because, like, back home, when you call a restaurant, you're calling the actual restaurant. But at these big parks, it's not like that. And most people don't realize that. And the first time we went, I didn't realize that. It's better to just, like, get there and talk to someone in person because you can never talk to the actual restaurant. know that there is a central lost and found. I wasn't aware of that. That's good. Uh, and they actually had him pick up his credit card at Universal Studios at the customer service right at the front of the park. So it was interesting. Mm -hmm. I think we had left at the, the Italian restaurant Vivo. I think that's what happened. Mm -hmm. So we decided to head over there and I think I think we had a reservation, and it was around 8, and so we were going to try to get in a little bit earlier, so we just walked over, and we did the walking path this time, and um, we got there about 7.45, and they seated us pretty quickly, and they seated us in the outside, which was actually like kind of like a patio area. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't see clothes, but they call it outside. So I think it was like it had a roof, but it was open on one end, maybe. Mm -hmm. And it was really loud and busy there. We were like kind of by the walkway of the entrance. <laughs> so it was kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. But um, I think the food was pretty good. Usually that's one of the few types of food my daughter will eat <laughs> Mexican she only eats chips and queso and tortillas but um service was kind of slow and we had <laughs> some weird things happen where like um my daughter wanted butter for her tortillas and they didn't have any butter at the restaurant <laughs> they were like <laughs> I don't think we have butter, but he tried twice. <laughs> and so she went next door to the restaurant, which I can't remember what it was, but it was kind of the American style, mm -hmm. like home cooking one. And she like brought back a dish of butter for her. Well, that's nice <laughs> that she did that. Yeah. And then the queso that we ordered like never came we kept asking, like, where's the queso? You know, like, the first thing they should bring. And it took, like, 45 minutes to get this queso, and, like, the manager had to get involved in all this stuff. It was so weird. I think they ended up comping the queso because it was, like, lost in the shuffle. So not the greatest experience, but I thought it was tasty, but... <laughs> It was just really busy over there. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we walked back and went to bed. Right after that, we were just toast. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
that was Monday, mm-hmm. and then the next day we were going to try to go to Islands of Adventure. Um, so we were trying to make the early entry, but um, so Zoe and Ron wanted to sleep in. They were still sleeping, and I woke up early, and so I was like, I'm going to try to go by myself and do the early entry, and uh, there was a huge line at the security, and I decided to do the walking path, and it was a pretty big line, and then um, when I got to the entrance of Islands of Adventure, it was like a mass of people, just like not really in a line, just like a mob of people. So it took me until 8.24 to get in, and I think um, the early entry was 8. Um, so I wanted to try to get on Hagrid's, but it was already a 200-minute wait when I walked back there. Like, I followed the line. They had, like, the group that was going to Velocicoaster on the left, and then on the right, the Hagrid's motorbike adventure. Mm-hmm. Um so, uh, yeah, so the cast member or team members were like holding up these signs that said 200 minutes and they were like waving people towards Jurassic Park. They were like, Velocicoaster's only 45 minutes. And they were like, go over there. And so I got in the line for Hagrid's. I was like, surely it's not that long. And then I kept checking my phone and it was like, not going down, it was <laughs> staying at 200, and they had this huge line with barriers and stuff that they had set up for it that just, like, snaked all around the, um, the Lost Islands, is that what it's called? The, the land that's in between, um, the entrance and the, so yeah, lost continent mm-hmm. um so like in there they had this huge snaky line for haggards and i just started like freaking out like i do not want to stand here for three hours and like totally blow the early entry so i like opened the little gate and bailed out <laughs> i saw a bunch of people doing this yeah um and so i just headed into hogsmeade and um that was super cute. Like, it had the snowy roofs on the little village, and you could see the Hogwarts Express entrance there. And um, so I decided I would head for the castle to do the Forbidden Journey. Mm-hmm. And I heard, like, this is super bad for motion sickness. But I was like, oh, I didn't get to say Disney hardly on anything. I think I'll be fine. And it was like, wow, crazy. So it was way wilder than any of the Disney rides I had done. And like, I thought maybe it'd be kind of like Flight of Passage. But the ride vehicle was so weird. It was like throwing your, like, on your back and then like, all around did you do that one when you were there? Yeah, and I don't get motion sick and it made me motion sick. 
Because it is. It's between the jerking around and then the screens and the 3D and is that one 3D? I think that one's 3D, isn't it? Um, I think not. I think they have 3D glasses. Maybe it's not 3D, but it's the screen. Yes. Things in your face, like spiders, yes. <laughs> dragons. <laughs> it's really fun, they, but yeah, it's intense. It was really jerky. Yeah. And they made you follow Harry on his broomstick, like flying all around the castle. And um, they had the 4D stuff, like fire from the dragons and mm-hmm. smoke and water, a bunch of stuff like that. But, yeah, I was just, like, I kept closing my eyes, like, oh, my God. But the queue was really cool. And I heard to just, you know, do the queue and then bail out at the chicken exit if you don't want to do it. So I would recommend doing that because it had, like, a portrait room where they were all talking to each other. had, like, the mirror of air set. Um, It had a little bit where it's... um, Dumbledore's office, and there's a couple other rooms that you pass through. It was really long, winding queue, and like you go outside for some of it. Uh, it was at that time. It was pretty much a walk-on. I was just like following the crowd in front of me, and I think it was they. It was posted at 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
castle, and, and I didn't go in any of the shops at this point. By the time I got off the hippogriff, you could tell the huge crowd was filling up Hogsmeade, <laughs> and it was like, you know, packed with people already, mm-hmm. and um, we had, my daughter wanted to get the wand, the interactive wand, so she could do all the spells, so... Monday, we had looked at all the banners, and it was like um, they have the all the banners one show, and they have a line for that. So you don't go actually in; you go in like the little shop next to it. And we had looked in there, and it was like wall to wall people, and then like one boxes everywhere. And I was like, well, I really want to do one show. And so we couldn't really look very well, so we decided not to get one on Monday. We decided we would try in Hogsmeade on Tuesday, because they have an elevator show both places. Um, so um, we didn't do that yet. But then I was still by myself, so I walked back because I had quickly walked through the Sears Landing, and it was so cute. I wanted mm-hmm. to go back there and check it out. So I went back there, and um, I rode the <laughs> little spinning one fish, two fish. Because uh-huh. I, I hadn't gotten to do any of those little spinners at Disney, because my daughter didn't want to do them. So I was like, I'm going to do this one. It has, like, a little fish. But this one, uh, like, has a little song and rhyme and like the fish will squirt in water and so you're supposed to like listen to it and move your fish accordingly and so I actually put on my raincoat just in case but then I got squirted on because I couldn't get it to move fast enough it was funny but I didn't get super wet but a little bit and that was only like five minute wait. I was like the only one in the express line for the fish ride. Uh-huh. And um, so I was waiting for Ron and Zoe to meet me. They had gotten up and had breakfast at the hotel. Um, so I went to the Cat in the Hat ride and I did the express plane for that. And that was really cute. I was kind of scouting for woods that we would ride. And I was like, this one is like the Disney-esque ride. So it was kind of like the Winnie the Pooh ride. Mm-hmm. And she really liked that. So I'm like, okay, this is on our list. And then there's a really cute carousel with all the characters from the Dr. Seuss books. And that was really fun looking. So I figured I should do that too. Um... So, at this point, Ron and Zoe met us, or met me, and then um, she wanted to do the cat in the hat, so we did that. It was only a five-minute wait. It was basically a walk-on with the express bus, and I think it was like a 15-minute line, and um, she really liked it, and then, let's see... Oh, we got in line for the Seuss train after that, which uh-huh. is, like, a little train that goes around Seuss Landing, like, it's up high, so it's sort of like a people mover, but, like, a cute little car. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it was posted at 40 minutes already, 
so we went and expressly, this was about 10 a.m., and we still had to wait about 20 minutes, pretty long, and we were kind of like stuck on the stairs most of the time. Um, but my husband did not like that one because it went out over the water a little bit, and he's like really afraid of heights. He's like, this is about my limit for heights. Yeah.
And I mean, they were really nice. Like, you know, they're lined with the house color that you pick and like has a little pocket for the wand and stuff. Really nice quality. Not like she has one at home that's like the costume one that's like really thin. You know, an Amazon <laughs> purchase. Yeah. So we ended up just getting the wand and then she tried out a couple of spells and we had a hard time getting the wand to work with the spells and most of the windows where you do them were like a big cluster of kids waiting to do it and so she was kind of intimidated by that she didn't yeah. test it out and um there was a cast member that was or the team member that was outside the shop that kind of showed us like a window where no one was doing it and and try it there. So that was cool. Mm-hmm, that's nice. And yeah, so she was able to get one to work and and then um, after that we decided um, so we had reservations today for Mythos and for lunch and it was I think the reservation was at twelve thirty. So we decided that this point was you know like 11 15 so we headed over to the lost continent area and i had thought maybe she would do the besides fury ride mm-hmm. um, i looked it up and i was like is this a ride or a show or what is this i hadn't really mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she's like what is this mom i'm like i think it's a show Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. And then we went to Mythos, which is right across from that attraction. So we just um, checked in at 1210, even though our reservation was 1230. And they seated us within about five minutes. And the whole restaurant is like,
I'm not doing it. And I'm like, okay. And he goes between the parks, so you have to have a park hopper to do it. Um, but then you also have to plan your strategy of like, well, then I'm going to be all the way in the other park. Is that where I want to end up? And <laughs> so that was a little bit like a lot of planning. Like, okay, then we'll be over here. And um, we hadn't done a ton of looking around over there. And I wanted to do the Green Dots ride because I had done the two rides um, that morning over there. I didn't get to do Hagstall, but, <laughs> um, wanted to do Gringotts and the train, so, um, so we got in line for the Hogwarts Express, uh, it was posted at 20 minutes, and we probably just, you know, we kind of walked on, it was like five or ten minutes just walking through the queue, and it was really cute, and they really made it look like a train station that you see in the movie. Um, so we did the Hogsmeade to London version, and they had like where you sit in the train car with other parties, and um, there were maybe like six of us in there, maybe seven. Um, and a little screen that shows like what's going on outside the train. So it shows like you're leaving the castle and then um, like I think Hedwig flying, I can't remember, like I'm mixing up the two rides, but like <laughs> what was on the screen, but it was cute. And then you're, you see you're going into London, you see some of that. Um, so that was neat. Yeah, because the rides are different when you ride it. Yeah. yeah. So they, really, they really made it look like, okay, now we're yeah. going to school, now we're going back to London, like that. So that was cool. And it follows the story, which is nice. So you really are in the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's such a cool and immersive area. Uh -huh. It is. We loved it. It's cool. 
little seat inside the bank, and like you go in like the main floor of the bank, but then they make you go down the stairs, and then <laughs> you wait in line. They make you go back up the stairs. It was like a really weird queue, and I'm like, why did we go down? And then get right. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like a roller coasters, but it's like a big car where you sit by like five people or something mm-hmm. across or five of them. Um, it was, yeah, it was an interesting and it did, they did have the 3D on this one. Um, so it was again like kind of crazy. It wasn't as bad as the castle ride for me, but it was still like a lot. And so, yeah, you're going through the ride inside the bank and they have the dragon and um, they had several of the characters in there that they show, you know, show up in 3D. So that was pretty cool. And then they had some weird thing where like when you get off everybody claps. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is this? Why is everybody clapping? Like, you made it through. Yeah. <laughs> and they it was had, risky. Like, like that one um but also and just from my perspective when we went on our trip we surprised our son for his 13th birthday and so and he had just got done reading the book so like we were just like watching him experience it and he loved that ride and so I just my feeling towards it is seeing how happy he was so yeah yeah that would be me are amazing. Yeah, it's really like you're like you're in that bank and that was cool. And it was um at this point it was dark. It was really cool to see Diagon Alley at night mm-hmm. and they had all the lights on and they did have the shops decorated for Christmas with like little garlands and lights and stuff. Cute. And all the little lights from the shops were on, and then it was way less people. So it wasn't like wall-to-wall people, and you could actually, like, go to the shop and look around. And, That's nice. And um, so Zoe had gotten some candy while I was in the ride. Like, she got the chocolate frog, and um, it was, like, a huge chocolate frog. Um, and then she got some others, like, bulk candy that they had in there. Um, let's see. So that did not take very long. It was about 20 minutes before I was totally off of it. And then, um, we had talked Zoe into going on E.T. She was really, like... I don't want to do any of these rides because I kept showing them to her and I was like, oh, this one, you, it'll be fine. It's just like, they had so many of those 40 screen rides. Mm-hmm. They were like really similar and I figured 
one. It's supposed to be like Peter Pan. And I think you're going to like it. She had not seen E.T. And so I was like trying to explain a little bit. But um, it was about 8.40 when we got in there. And I think the park was closing at 9 this night. Mm-hmm. They, they went back and forth between which park would close at 8 and which park would close at 9. And it was very annoying because they both opened at the same time. Yeah. But then one would close an hour earlier, so we're like, okay, which park are we going to be in? So I kept trying to plan it, so we ended up in the late park. But um, we were scanning the ET, and it was pretty much a walk-on in the express lane. And it was weird. I hadn't seen ET in so long. Mm-hmm. But I was like, was this a movie? Like, when they went to E.T.'s planet, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like, whoa, this is weird. And so we ended up watching it when we got home. So <laughs> I could, like, refresh my mind. I remember being, like, really traumatized by it when I was little. And um, I was, like, only two, I think, when it came out. So, I remember, like, having toys from it and, like, mm-hmm. being freaked out by the sick E.T. Yes, but the sick E.T., <laughs> like, scarred me. Yes. Gosh, it was so bad. And so, I was like, is she going to be freaked out by this? And she was kind of like, Mom, he is weird. What is going on with <laughs> this <laughs> And then, like, all these 80s movies that I think are for kids, like, it would have, like, some curse words or some, like, inappropriate <laughs> when I was a kid the right when it opened and that was one of the only rides there so I think it just is really old and that's what that smell is and then they're trying to cover it up but yeah that's a very old ride Yeah, because the ride, I mean, we literally went this summer and opened, and we rode Jaws, which isn't there, yes. and E.T., and then there was this weird King Kong ride, that's, that's but it's not there. The King Kong and the Jaws, I remember, yeah. and it's like all, and then um, we, we did some Alfred Hitchcock, like, tour show, yeah. and that was cool. Was in the Bates Motel. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a 
Yeah. Yes, we took pictures in front of the Bates Motel. Yeah, I have those in my memory book, like all that stuff, but um, I do not remember the ET run, which is so weird, so I'm sure we would have done it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was broken. In my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good possibility. Oh, gosh. So, as we were leaving that, um, it was basically time for the park to close. And um, we saw the people congregating by the little lake there. So, they were having a water show, like a nighttime water and light show. So, um, my daughter was like, really wanting to get back to the hotel and she was like freaking out at this point like come on we gotta get back <laughs> she was so tired and um i really wanted to see you know what their nighttime show was mm-hmm. and so let's just watch like 10 minutes and see what it is so we kind of walked up on this little deck area and there was plenty of room to see it, but, um, so they, like, spray the water, like, um, in different, like, kind of like a wall of water that they project on it, scenes from movies. Oh, that's cool. And they play the music from the movies, like, they play the Jurassic Park score, and they project it on it, scenes from it, and they have, like, the water spray with lights. It was pretty cool. That is cool. And, so they did several different movies, and and I was just like, we're gonna start walking back. So I told my husband, like, if he wants to watch it, he can. So um, he basically waited for like five more minutes and then followed us and walked out. But I thought it was pretty cool, and I was gonna look up online so I could like see the whole thing. Yeah. But yeah. And it wasn't like when we had to get in line for an hour early or anything like that. We just kind of happened to walk by and we're like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Wednesday is when I noticed the parks got super busy for Thanksgiving. And we decided to sleep in this day. And um, my daughter wanted to eat breakfast at the hotel again, which my, th- my husband took her when I was in the parks the day before, um, downstairs to the, I think it was the Island's dining room, uh-huh. um, they had, like, a huge breakfast buffet, but it was super expensive, <laughs> and so Universal does the same thing with the kids, where it's, like, the nine and up, or ten and up are adult pricing. Mm-hmm. And so I think um, the breakfast was $29 for the breakfast buffet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're doing this once. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it was good. They had a huge selection. And, but I was kind of like, she can't eat that much. You know, neither one of us getting that much worth of breakfast. <laughs> but... Um, she wanted to swim again, so I wanted to do some laundry, too, at this point, <laughs> and my daughter was kind of just, you know, wanting to relax, so my husband started the laundry, and it's one of those hotels with, like, multiple towers, and mm-hmm. so 
is like way far from the pool and from our room. And so we like asked the front desk like if there's multiple laundries because we only saw this one on the map and then she said there was one in our tower. So I'm glad we asked and didn't like hike around the property to find it. So um, he decided to like babysit the laundry while <laughs> we swam. My daughter wanted to keep swimming and veggie out of the hotel. <laughs> she was like all about the hotel and really liked it. So I was like, well, I feel like we're wasting a whole park day. And we had the four park to park day mm-hmm. for a <laughs> two park ticket. It's very confusing on the thing, but um, it, they were having a deal that was like buy two park days get two free. So um, we originally were only doing three, but then when we added a day to our trip, we went ahead and did the four. So um, at twelve thirty, I decided to go into the parks, and I just was gonna find some food and grab it there. So I hadn't gone on the other half of the park, so I had not seen the marble area, the Toon Lagoon, like the King Kong, the Jurassic Park, none of that. (laughs) So that was like a full half of the park. So I set off for the marble area this time. And I walked on to Spider-Man. It was posted at 45 minutes. And I pretty much walked on the express lane. And they had, like, the queue, like, you go through, like, the, it's kind of like, I guess, the building where his lab is or uh-huh. something. It's like a regular, it looks like a regular boring office building. And that one was pretty wild. It was like another screen ride with 40 stuff, and there's like villains coming at you, like he's jumping in your car, and um, it, it had 3D glasses. So it was really crazy. It was another really like where they throw you around in the ride vehicle. So. Yeah, Universal, a lot of their rides are just those 3D screen rides that just kind of twist you, toss you around, and you just watch giant yes. screens. Yeah, yeah. they're so up to me. Um, I actually bought the photo um, pass for Universal 2. Mm-hmm. I bought a 3D one, and we have tried to get a family picture, like, I only ever saw the photographers the entrance to the parks. And so, like, we had asked, and we, and he was like, oh, do you have your card to see And I was like, no. Like, <laughs> I, I, it was like another thing I didn't know I needed to get. Yeah. And so, I went into the photo thing, and she was like, oh, do you have your photo capture seat and I was like looking through like my trip emails I couldn't find it I couldn't find it and I knew I had bought it and I was so frustrated I was like oh I don't want to waste our part time right now you know I'll just 
find it tonight. Right. And so, <laughs> like, I originally found it, but then since I kept going in by myself, that I wasn't with my family, I didn't, like, have a chance to get it. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like I kept forgetting about it. It didn't. It wasn't like Disney where you see them all over the place. And so I had, after the ride, they did have computer screens where you can scan your photo pass barcode and get your ride photos. So I had tried to do that. It wasn't working. <laughs> and then they had like individual cards you can scan and like save on there for that day and like go to the website and load it. Huh. So I grabbed one of those and scanned it to do later, but I just did not have luck with the Universal Photo Pass thing at all, and I actually ended up asking for a refund on it at the end of our trip, because we didn't do a family picture with it, and um, I was just like, we didn't use this. I couldn't figure out how to get it, and I, like, I got to the website multiple times to try to do it. It was just weird. I was like, why? The Universal app is not good. Like, the interface is bad. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't do much with it except look at ride times, and you can look up menus for stuff, but I was just like, why are the photos not in the app, yeah. and they're not, like, there, even if you go to your account on the Universal page, there's no, like, photo area. If you go to, like, another website, it's crazy. Like, well, and it's what? frustrating because you just came from Disney where it works great. Yes. And so you're, yes. like, even super aware of how bad it works. <laughs> exactly. Like, I wouldn't have known the difference. Yeah. yeah. Just done a different way, but that was frustrating. So... Um, I kind of looked around, um, just like passing by all the stuff, and I looked at the Marvel stuff, I didn't go in any shops, and they had in, I think it was the Marvel area, and in the Simpsons area, like an outdoor carnival, mm-hmm. and carnival games that you could play, and I saw where you could buy like a game pass to do those, so I could see that being like Kid Magnet. <laughs> <laughs> and the Toon Lagoon was cute, but it only had water rides, and um, one of the rides was down when we were there. I think it was the one that was damaged by the hurricane. Um, so that one, I can't remember which one that was, the Mountain one. <laughs> so that was down, and I was like, not wanting to get wet, and I heard the water rides that are super, you get soaked, so I'm like, uh, and it was, it was kind of cute over there, but it's one of those, like, you know, it had, like, Popeye and olive oil and, like, little Whippies burgers, like, old school cartoons, like, yeah. and it looked like they had a little splash pad area there for kids, so I just kind of passed through that into the Skull Island, which basically only has the King Kong ride, mm-hmm. and I was going to see how it compared to, like, the old, old King Kong ride I remember. So, um, I got in line the express lane for that, 
and it's called Rain of Calm, I think. So that was 1.13. And then I got off the ride at 1.37. So it seemed like um, all the express lanes were just a little bit longer than we had experienced with the lightning lanes at Izzy. And, you know, 5 to 15 minutes longer on all of them. Um, but that ride was, like, really crazy. Like, you're in a Jeep going through the jungle and stuff. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, there's, when you go in the building, there's screens, I guess, on the sides. And, like, animatronic creatures, <laughs> dinosaurs, and um, King Kong. So, yeah, there's, like, a crazy fight. King Kong fights dinosaurs on the either side of the jeep and it's like really bloody and violent <laughs> and I was like not prepared like whoa okay and it, the jeep was kind of like on the safari ride animal kingdom um where it's like a bench with a bunch of people and then the side of the jeep comes down like one side comes down and kind of locks you in there but um so it like rocks the jeep around as they're fighting around you and it was like Whoa. So that was interesting. Um, and it, that was like a pretty fast ride, but um, at least it wasn't like the screen, <laughs> the screen crazy one, so I didn't get sick on it. But I was like, whoa, like, I forget what it was, and I was so like, ew, that was nasty. <laughs> it was like, oh, the. King Kong, like, snaps the dinosaur's jaw or something. Yes, he, like, rips it open. Yeah, and I think there's, like, I don't know if they splatter you, splatter the jeep or something with, makes it feel like it's splattered with blood or something. It's gross. Yeah, And then there's, like, a huge actual King Kong head right where the jeep, when you're leaving, it's, like, massively huge. So, that was interesting. But, they have like a whole area that's just that, and then it goes right into Jurassic Park. So, I did not want to ride <laughs> well off the coaster. I knew that those um, roller coasters there just look crazy. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I'm not ready for those. I used to like this kind when I was a kid, but <laughs> no longer. Mm-hmm. So then they had a water ride. I kind of wanted to do that, but again, it was like, I don't know, do I want to get wet right now? It looked fun, though. But, um, so, and then I looked, the Pteranodon Flyer one looked really cute. Like, it kind of went up above the Jurassic Park area, like a ski lift kind of ride. It looked cute, but you have to have a kid with you to ride it. And then the kid has to be a certain height, or they have to ride by themselves. So there are all these parents there, like, majoring their kids and trying to figure out logistics. Then they had, like, a playground climbing area that was, like, Camp Jurassic, I think, that looked really fun. So I just um, basically looked at the shops and restaurants over there and kind of walked by. I 
decided not to write anything, but it was really neatly themed over there. Um, so, after that, you go back into the wizarding world. So, from the other side, I went into Hogsmeade, and I decided I would try to get in the Ollivander show. So, I guess the night before when I was on the Gringotts ride, my husband had taken Zoe to the Diagon Alley one. Mm-hmm. And she got to see it. So, I was like, well, that's not fair. I didn't get to see it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got in line for that, and it was 1.55, and it was about a 15-minute wait, and they have a certain number that can fit in the shop, and so, I think he said he was looking for 19 people that would fit in there, and that was really cool. The guy who played Ollivander was like, totally method, like, <laughs> you felt like you were in the movie, and he goes through, he picks one kid that's in there at the time, and when I was in there, it was kind of weird, they were almost all adults, and, like, a few teenagers, so, like, he picked one teenager that had her robe on, and she had a Hufflepuff robe, and he you know, selected her, and she was, like, totally into it and excited, and and so they went through, like, maybe two or three tries, like, in the movie, where there's Mm -hmm. an explosion, and then, like, when they find the right one, there's, like, the dramatic music plays, and then the person has the option to buy that exact one, you know, they shuffle them out into the one shop from there, so... Um, and that was probably, like, uh, maybe like a 10 or 15 minute show. It wasn't super long. Um, and they feed you into the wand shop after that. Yep, they want you to buy those wands. Yes, oh my gosh. There's so much merchandise over there. Yes, it's everywhere. So I haven't gotten to catch any of the Harry Potter shows yet. And I wanted my daughter to see them, but since she wasn't with me, I was just like going to do it since I was there. And our first day, we actually had walked in when it was in the middle of the Celestino Warbeck Mm -hmm. singing in Diagon Alley. And we were like, you know, wanting to go eat, so we didn't stop or watch it, but it was kind of the tail end. So, um, the ones that are in Hogsmeade are the Tri-Wizard Spirit Rally and the Frog Choir. Mm-hmm. So, they, their showings were basically back-to-back at 2, 3, and 3, so I was going to try to watch both of them at once. Um, so, I just went and sat right by the stage there, which is like between the castle and Hogsmeade, there's a little stage off to the side. Um, so the show was 10 minutes long, and it was um, like, like in the fourth movie when they're doing the trials and tournament, so they have three girls that are supposed to be from the Beaubaton school, and then they have three guys that are from the, what's the other one? The 
Yes. I'm like, so, I can't think <laughs> of like, it. Completely. Yeah. Um, so the girls do like a little dancing and a little routine. And then the guys do like, like a martial arts type demonstration with their staffs and stuff. So that was kind of cool. And then afterward, they let the kids take pictures with them. So you can line up and mull. So they did pictures for me. Ten more minutes, and I just kind of sat there because I was waiting to see the next show, and I didn't really want to get my picture with them. But they had <laughs> kind of a girl who introduces them and directs the photos, and she kind of talked to each of the kids. And then I saw the other characters talking to the kids, so it looked like there was good interaction there. And then the frog choir was really cute and they had like they only show this for a tiny bit in one of the movies i can't remember which one it is but like they have the frogs on these pillows and they're like these little puppet things that croak mm-hmm. so they're operating it somehow underneath or something and so they make it so the croaking is part of the song and and i think there were four of them um, maybe five that were in the choir and there were two frogs <laughs> and then two or three girls and two guys and then um, they were singing Christmas music they were really good so I enjoyed that um, and at this point my phone died oh no it <laughs> happened to me on this trip so we had brought so many portable chargers but the one I grabbed to take with me was like almost dead and I didn't know it and so I thought I had a charger the charger was dead yeah so um I had texted my daughter my husband like my phone's on 2% you know and I had said that I would meet them, and let's see. So I was going to meet them in Universal Studios, um, and I think it was at five, 4.30 or 5 was when I was supposed to meet them. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, okay, it's totally fine. <laughs> I know where I am. And I'm like having the no phone panic. Yeah. And um, so I went back into Seuss Landing and um, I was kind of shopping around looking for some trinket to buy. So I found an ornament with Zoe's name on it and it's rare to find the C-O-E-Y spelling. So it was a Grinch one. So I got that. And then, let's see, I walked all the way to Universal Studios, so I hadn't walked between the parks like that on the walkway, so there's a little walkway that goes by a couple of restaurants, and then it's not super long, so it just takes a long time to get through the gates, and then like all the way to the land, and we can Islands of Adventure, it seems like it's so far in there. Mm-hmm. So it probably takes 15 minutes or so 
walking briskly. <laughs> but, um, so I went into one of the little, like, soda shops in Universal Studios and have the old-time Hollywood Boulevard-style shops. So I never did stop and get any food. I had looked at several food, like, quick service stands while I was passing. I couldn't decide on anything. And so I just hadn't eaten, so I got a root beer float. Because by now, uh, we had dinner reservations at 6.30, and I was like, I'm not going to eat a meal. So, um, and then I broke down and bought a fuel rod, because I was like, I can't look up anything. I couldn't look up, like, when the shows were or something like that. And they did have uh, screens posted throughout the parks, with the times of the shows and stuff, and then wait times of the big rides. Uh-huh. So that was kind of nice. And while I was over there, I noticed the Hollywood Horror makeup show was about to start. So um, I got the fuel rod <laughs> on my phone, and when it came on, I was like, you know, are you guys almost here? And they were just getting on the boat. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go in here and try to sneak in the show. But the show was like 20 minutes. And so they were waiting on me already by the time I got out. Mm -hmm. Because it's only like a 10-minute boat ride or less. So um, they ended up waiting on me anyway. But the horror makeup show was pretty fun. It was cute. Um. So they had, like, a guy who's supposed to be a Hollywood makeup artist, and he tells some of the movies he's worked on, and um, then they have these props and, like, a little skit going where they get an audience member to be part of it, and, and they, like, use her to pretend like they're cutting off her arm or Mm-hmm. Uh, 
than it is right while we are waiting for the parade. Um, so I tried to talk <laughs> so we doing it, and I was like, okay, it's just, it's one of those where you just sit in one spot, it's not fast, mm-hmm. but then um, we like asked the team member at the front about it, she wanted more information, and so <laughs> he said, uh, like, she asked if there were any fast parts or something, or drops, and he said, like, they make you feel like you're on a roller coaster, but you're not, and she was like, no, I'm not doing it. Oh, no. Like, dang it. So, uh, we decided, um, my husband would ride it, and then we would wait for him to get out and, like, watch the parade. So, um, <laughs> we, like, went in a store and looked around, and, um, it had a 45-minute posted wait, but it took a while because of the parade crowd to be able to meet up with him, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we kind of got our wires crossed, because um, he said, like, I'll meet you at the exit. I thought he meant the exit to the right. He meant the exit to the park, oh. and we're, like, sitting there. Where is he? Like, right across from the Minions, right? Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, and... But we got to watch most of the parade, and it was cute. And then um, finally, we got we figured out where everyone was, and we ended up leaving because we had our reservations for Viva, which is an Italian restaurant, and it was kind of like a fancy one. <laughs> and it seemed like all the restaurants. You could tell they were like the same owners or the same. You know, they all had similar decor, mm-hmm. but like I mean, they had different themes. But they had the same like these like curved booth enclosures that mm-hmm. were in every restaurant. It was interesting. So um, the food was good, but the service was super slow. So we were pretty much seated right away again, but it was like, you know, gigantic portions, so huge bowl, and I, we didn't get anything too crazy, like, I think I got, like, spaghetti and meatball, or, you know, not regular spaghetti, but some pasta and meatball dish, and then my husband got, like, a spaghetti that had, like, a lamb meat on it. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter just wants plain noodles with butter, <laughs> so we were able to order that for um, and we ordered a kid's portion, but it was still, like, a lot of food, mm-hmm. so, and we, again, we had a microwave, and we had a fridge, but we were like, what are we going to do, you know, so we didn't take home the leftovers or anything, and, um, it was like about eight by the time we got out of there, and we were just too tired to go back to the park, so we could have gotten another hour in <laughs> at the late park, but we decided not to. So we took the boat back to Royal Pacific, and we got there about eight ten. I was 
a busy day. <laughs> and then your next day is actually Thanksgiving. Yes. Thanksgiving Day. Um, so we had originally planned to leave on Thanksgiving, but we extended our trip to leave on Friday, and um, I scheduled the holiday tour for Thursday night. And at the time that I scheduled it, they only had open. Monday night and Thursday night, and neither one was super desirable to me because <laughs> we had done Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party Sunday night, and I was like, we do not want back-to-back night parties, you know, yeah. and I had no idea. This one seemed like a really late, too, and um, I wasn't super sure what to expect because it was like hard to find information online about it mm-hmm. and um so i picked thursday but then um we were leaving friday <laughs> in an early flight so i'm like okay how is this gonna go and we had to change hotels because of the change <laughs> plans there was no opening at world pacific for that night so we ended up scheduling um, or reserving Dockside. Um, I forget the in, in the summer Dockside. They mm-hmm. have like this super long name for all of those yes. But um, it was not like right there on the campus. So um, we had to do a hotel transfer and move our luggage and all of that. So I got up early and started packing all the stuff and then um I decided to go again to the park in the morning so um this time I went to Universal Studios for early entry and they were actually letting me live 4 a.m. but it made me 7 50 so and then I looked on the thing app and Hybrids was already at 45 minutes like instead of 45. Wow. <laughs> I'm like what? So I don't know. I probably should have tried to get on it at that point and just waited it out but instead I went to Universal Studios and I got in line to do the Minions since I hadn't gotten to do it the night before so that was still before 8 a.m. and the express lane was already kind of long um and it had pretty long pre-show for that one mm-hmm. and um it was cute but it was again like this is the same as all the it's like with the squiggling seat like you're in the lab it looks like sitting and then they show the little minions antics on screen but it's like the 3d or was that one 3d i think it is 3d it was i remember thinking they should have had like the goggles like lab goggles instead of just regular three glasses in there <laughs> so i was done with that by eight fifteen, and then i was really disappointed 
the other rides were not open. Like, I was walking around, Jimmy Fallon wasn't open still, Mummy wasn't open. So I went into Starbucks, which I have no line, and I have not gotten Starbucks this entire trip because of the massive crowds at Disney Starbucks. And so I, like, basically had gotten no good coffee. So I was like, oh, I'm getting this. So I went in there. Um, I got a coffee, no way, it was amazing, and then, um, I still hadn't ridden the Hogwarts Express from the other direction, Mm -hmm. the London to the castle, and I was annoyed because we did it backwards, like, I wanted to do it the first day, but my daughter was not having it, so there was no way to get on that, and then, um, on the way, on this direction, they had, like, where the Dementors get on the trains. So they have a little screen that shows the outside, but they also have like shadows and voices on the other side where the door your compartment is. And so you hear like the characters talking, like you see the shadow, and then you also hear like the sweet trolley lady. It was really cute. So that was a fun one. And then, um, at this point, my daughter was awake and, like, asking, like, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of snuck out. And she's like, Mom, where are you? I need breakfast and dad's sleeping. So um, I should have just, I still wanted to do a couple other rides, but I decided to, like, hoof it back to the hotel because I knew we had to pack all our stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, I went back and met my daughter, and I bought her breakfast in the little lobby shop. And they had in the lobby, like, a little kind of grocery store. Um, there was a coffee bar with Starbucks coffee, and then there was, like, hot sandwiches, refrigerated food, fruit, lots of different things that you can get in there. So she just got, like, cereal, and I had a breakfast sandwich, and we ended up taking it upstairs to eat in our room, and um, so we were trying to figure out the best way to transfer hotels. We kind of looked into doing, like, Uber, and we, or Lyft, and then we ended up really weird. It was like hard to get information about this. We called the front desk and they were like, well, you can order an Uber. We're like, well, yeah, but don't you have a service that does this? And so we finally figured out that they did have a transfer service that we could do. And it was like, kind of like the concierge takes you. So like, they take you with the luggage, kind of. So, we ended up doing that at 10.30. And, um, the bellhop guy was a little bit more helpful. And <laughs> we kind of asked him about some stuff, like, because we had yet to do the buses, and we had to come back mm-hmm. that night, so... We were trying to figure out all that. So 
got to Dockside, and it was a really quick trip, and we were just in, like, an in-van. Um, and they actually had uh, a room ready for us. Oh, nice. awesome, because we also had reservations for some for lunch, and I was like, I kind of made that late, but I was like, we need a something for Thanksgiving because we had added that on later and I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. we're going to eat for Thanksgiving and um, we hadn't eaten there yet and it looked fun and um, so I had that I think it was actually for 12, but I was like, there's no way we're going to make it back <laughs> to City Walk by 12, so I got on the app and they actually had 1 o'clock still available so I moved that to one and so we like got our stuff up to our room my daughter was super excited because we got the two bedroom suite and she had her own room which I was like we're like barely going to be in it which I knew but I was like oh it looks fun and so she was super wanting to just stay there and I'm like lunch reservations she's like what (laughs) why are you doing this to me mom so we went and got on the bus and the buses were actually really quick like there was a big crowd there but um there were like there was a bus that left right before we got there and then another bus was kind of right behind it so it wasn't bad but then the bus loading area at Universal Mm -hmm. was really crazy like I don't know you have to walk a lot it's like they drop you off in a parking lot and then you walk up to the hub where there's like a a landing area where the security is and then you have to walk like on a walkway like (laughs) it has moving walkways like an airport to the back side of the city walk, then you have to walk all the way through that to get to where the parks are mm-hmm. and across the river thing. So it was a lot. We were like, oh my gosh. And the butt on the bus on the way there, somebody threw up like really close to us. Like, oh no. Like, oh my god. What is happening? And girl just threw up all of a sudden um thank god it didn't get on us but like <laughs> it was a really full bus and so I was like digging through my bag to give her like wet wipes mm-hmm. and stuff that I had I'm like oh I'm so sorry so my daughter was freaked out by this she's like super sensitive to smells and like anything gross like that and I was <laughs> just like Oh my gosh. I was afraid she wasn't gonna take the bus back because yeah. of this. And so it took about thirty minutes to get there and then to the restaurant. So the hotels aren't far away, like you know, they're like ten minutes away, but um it's just a process to get through that walkway and security thing and mm-hmm. 
was like more of an ordeal than we had before. So we basically walked up like exactly at one and we're like, oh my gosh, we made it. And they pretty much seated us right away. And that was like a really cool uh, restaurant with the steampunk theme. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fun. Chocolate. Yeah, there's like a confectionery area in the front where I guess you can just go in and buy chocolates and um, I don't know if you can order like the shakes and stuff and desserts at the front there. Thank you. Because I saw people walking around with the little jars. Mm-hmm. They have like the massive shakes with like a piece of cake on top of your <laughs> shake or yep. cookie or something. And so um, the food here I thought was actually really good. They didn't have any like special menu for Thanksgiving. It was just like the regular menu. Um, so I ordered a Waldorf salad because we had been eating so much like on this trip. We had so many meals. Mm-hmm. And then um they had on the kids' menu of waffles and bacon. So my daughter got that and it was kind of like Disney where they're like, you know, this is for nine and under, but we ordered for her in the restaurants the kids menu and they didn't um they didn't question it or anything. Yeah. And then my husband got a Reuben sandwich. So then um my daughter won like one of the massive shakes and she got like a mint chocolate chip and I mean it was good but it was like so sickeningly sweet. It had like a giant kind of like a back on the bus 
And I didn't want to waste any of our transport time or the swimming time with transportation. So we ended up calling a lift. And it was still kind of complicated. Like, we still had to walk all the way over to the bus area and then trying to figure out where to even meet the rideshare people. And they had, like, like at Disney, they have a deal with Lyft where they have, like, you know, this is where the Lyft can go. And then Universal apparently had a deal with Ubers. They had Uber signs everywhere. <laughs> so... Um, it was kind of tricky, but the lifts and the Ubers were both, like, really quick for whole trip and, like, really convenient. So, um, that was, like, a $10 ride. We got back to Dockside pretty quickly, and then, um, we got ready really fast. I took my daughter down to the pool. We found some beach balls, and she wanted to play catch again. So she did not like this pool as much, but it was really big, and it had a little splash pad area for the little ones again, and tons of beach chairs. Like, it wasn't crowded at all. You know, there were maybe, like, 10 people or 15 in the pool. Wow. And, which was weird, because it was, like, the holiday, and were packed so yeah. people were not at the pool <laughs> but so let's see we swam for an hour and then we had to get ready to go back for the tour because they wanted us to check in by six mm-hmm. the tour was supposed to start at seven and um it said on the email that I had gotten that it was supposed to be four to five hours, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, is she going to last this long? <laughs> and so, um, Ron had realized he had lost his credit card at the restaurant the night before, so he had done all this calling like you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. and um, finally figured out that it was at Universal Studios, so we had to stop first by the customer service there, and we probably waited like 20 minutes for them to like find it and talk to the right person and all this stuff. Yeah. So that was kind of annoying. But, um, and then the meeting point for the tour was in this weird area that was like to the left of the entrance between the Hard Rock Cafe and Universal Studios. There was this little path that went to like, the back studio lot area. Mm-hmm. So, there was a huge line of people already, and we got in line at 5.45, um, and then we waited for them, they, like, came through. Eventually, they scanned our passes, and I was surprised it was, like, such a big group. Um, we kind of sat down because we were like, this is taking forever. And my daughter was just playing on her phone, but like, it, it took me until 6.20 before they scan our tickets. Oh, wow. And then we had to go to another queue. Like, I thought this was the end of the line, but then there was another line that was like, waiting to put you with 
waited like another 10 minutes and then we went into the theater and the show started right at 7 and it was really cute. They actually had a Grinch show in Islands of Adventure in the Seuss Landing area, but we hadn't seen it. So I was like, oh, we're going to see it on a tour. Let's not wait for it now. And so I had put it off, but this was like a totally different theater and different park. And it was like really surprised. I thought we were just going over there to watch it. Uh-huh. But at this point, the parks were still both open. So we had like a private showing of it. And I mean, we were pretty much like in the third row or something. That's awesome. And uh, towards the middle. Yeah, it was really cute, and it kind of follows the Jim Carrey movie, mm-hmm. and, and it was 30 minutes long. So, um, the tour was kind of like a lot of back and forth and a lot of waiting in between stuff. So, after that, he took us over to Islands of Adventure, and we did like a back lot secret entrance and so <laughs> we kind of just walked like it took about five minutes and there was a little path in the open gate and we were like in Seuss Landing in the other park and I was like whoa that's what cool happened? yeah it was really cool and so we were going to the circus circus cafe to do a meet and greet and they had like all treats and a cocoa bar. So um, we got in line to do pictures with the Grinch. So we were like switching off where like one of us would go get the food and then one of us would wait in line and like back and forth. So the food was kind of random. <laughs> it's like they had like um, the tots that they have at one of their quick service places over there. So they had some of those and then they were like chicken wings and <laughs> or chicken strips, I can't remember. Um, I think it was chicken wings. And then there was hot cocoa. There was one other
tried it several times and could not find this picture. And so it was another thing. I emailed customer service and they were pretty good about emailing me back, but it took like four emails before I found the picture. They were like, oh, the pictures are all set in your account. I was like, I still don't know how to find my account for the picture. That's so crazy. they finally sent me a link and I found the pictures. It was like two pictures of Santa that were the only pictures I ever got from this trip. It was so funny. But finally I got them like yesterday. <laughs> Because he used to work over there, and I 
That's awesome. Like, oh, you need to point it here and do this. And I was like really bad at making it work, but um, <laughs> they actually have like a little sensor in the window. And if you can get it to point it bad and do the right gesture, it'll work. But still, I couldn't get them all to work, but they were mm-hmm. cute. So we were just hanging out there taking pictures and waiting and then like eventually we walked over to the castle and we're like okay surely it's gonna start and it did not start until 10 55 and so we were in there an hour just hanging out and waiting and waiting for this to start and I mean it was really cool they had similar to the Disney um, fireworks show where they had the projections, like they had Christmas music and they had like little scenes on the castle. It was really cute. My husband didn't think it was as good <laughs> as mm-hmm. the projection Disney, but I feel like they tried to do more because they tried to show like characters like walking through the castle, like the Yule Ball, they had like a scene in that, and um, then at the very end, they did have some fireworks, just like a very short spurt of fireworks, but it was really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the end of our tour, and they basically walked us out. The tour guides all had these light wands that we like followed them in parts and so they walked us out the front of I was an adventure, and then we had to get back to our hotel, but uh, um, my husband had left something at the Royal Pacific, like his toiletry bag, and so we had to go by there. We had So we took the walking path and walked all the way up there, went to the front desk, and he had called and like, determined it was there ahead of time but then they're like you know searching for it and the lost and found and they finally find it and then we um are trying to get a lift back to Dockside and like the first one canceled on us and so it was like at least another 30 minutes before we could leave and so it was super late Oh, it was like around it we got to Dockside and our transport for the morning was set up for 5.30 I think mm-hmm. and, so, and we were using the same service that transferred us from Disney to there the quick transportation mm-hmm. and they were really good like they texted us um, before the day before to make sure and then they texted us when they were waiting outside the only problem was like you couldn't really tell because they're like an unmarked car basically yeah. <laughs> it was like an Uber or something so it's like who are we waiting for yeah. where are we going so that was the only issue but we had also signed up for the clear pre-check for mm-hmm. the airport for the NCO. um and that was awesome. Like, there was a huge line there for security, and the clear check line was like really small. 
it's not really seen as quite a bit of time because we, let's see, six, it's at 6.15, we got in line for security, and at 6.35, we were at our gate. So. That's that really good. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then we're like, okay, our flight wasn't until 8 or 8.30. Well, your universal portion of your trip sounded pretty amazing. Yeah, I think it went well. I mean, it, I didn't know what to expect, but um, we definitely enjoyed the Harry Potter mm -hmm. area. And the Seuss landing was really cute. Mm -hmm. But it was just, you know, not enough rides for Zoe to make her enjoy it as much as Disney, but um, I'm glad we got to see all the Wizarding World stuff. So what would you say your least magical moment would have been on this por portion of your trip? <laughs> I think it was the puke on the bus. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty terrible. Yeah, that was gross. Um, yeah, um... I, yeah, that's probably the least magical for all of us, but, um, and then I think the most magical would be the light show on Hogwarts Castle was really cool, and mm -hmm. just, you know, having hardly anyone else around, we didn't have to, like, you know, look over the crowds or anything, we just basically sat on the concrete, like, right below the castle and watched it. Yeah, that's really special. I love moments like that. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Well, Beth, thanks so much for coming on the show. Your travel tale was so fun, and it had so much, like, really important information. I think people who are traveling to either Disney or Universal will learn a lot from your ship. Thank you. I hope so. I hope Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed Beth's travel tale. Make sure to check out our Instagram page at Disney Travel Tales to see pictures from her Universal trip. If you're traveling to Disney, Universal, or going on a Disney cruise in 2023 and want to find out what it takes to be on the show, please email me at DisneyTalesPodcast at gmail.com. I'm currently looking for at least one guest in January, guest in March, and April. Again, Happy New Year, and thank you so much for listening this season. This is the last episode of Season 4. I will be back in February with a fun new season filled with all kinds of shows, so make sure to subscribe so you don't, you don't miss the new season. So, until then, this is Jenny, and may all your Disney travel dreams become a reality.